He's one of India's finest artists, somebody who's been recognized in India and around the world. He's won three Grammys this time around, which is exceptional, even by his incredible standards. We're very privileged to be joined by Ustad Zakir Hussain. Sir, thank you very much for uh, agreeing to do this interview, spending some time with us. Now, you've won three Grammys this time, including Best Global Music Performance. You've been honored around the world, but three Grammys, is this, in a sense, a crowning achievement? Well, I don't know if it's a crowning achievement. It's definitely, uh, uh, I would say, uh, a landmark moment for India. Uh, I, I feel that, you know, this is an honor that we were able to represent India and, and, and it's just not me alone. Uh, my colleagues Rakesh Chaurasia, Shankar Mahadevan, Ganesh Rajgopalan, Selva Ganesh, Vinay Karam, all winning. We collectively brought eight Grammys to India, which is, uh, uh, you know, uh, an achievement that has not been uh, done before. And, and, and so uh, it makes us very, very proud uh, and 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 uh, you know feeling uh, uh, filling us with pride that we were able to fly the Indian flag in the bastion of Western music, which is the Grammy Academy, and 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 uh, to to have India represented uh, in such strength at, on that day. Shakti, your 50-year-old music band uh, has won the Best Global Music Album Award uh, in the Grammys this time for the pandemic creation this moment it's an incredible achievement when did you decide to make the, uh, the album and what really is the message uh well uh we were talking about making an album uh in a, in a studio which we had not done for 45 years and and john and i were uh, you know really keen that we should get into a studio and record an album because making a live album is something very different you play a concert it's recorded and it's released so it, it's it's one time uh, pass and it's done and then hopefully it turns out great and and you know without any uh, airbrushing of it it gets put out uh, but with a studio album you get to reflect on the music that you're putting down you get time to be able to you know chip and chisel sculpt it the way you would like it to be and you know use the technology use the processing make it sound just right and make you know have time to spend on doing something special and 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 so we wanted to do that and then pandemic arrived and and so we were not able to be in a studio together but the technology is such these days that we could be in our respective homes or 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 personal studios and be able to com communicate by Zoom and uh, some other software which s some engineer came up with which I don't even uh, know what it was and we were able to actually interact on Zoom and be able to guide each other and help each other decide on, on what to put on the record, what to print and, and, and so it was in fact uh, an involved process that we went uh, 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 into together but from different parts of the world and uh, uh, thanks to the technology we were able to make this happen we were able to spend time quality time on being able to make the album and the result was this moment and while we were doing the record <coughs> uh, 
abstract logic, the record company's owner, Shobik Datta, who's also John's manager or road manager, uh, pointed out to us that by the time the record comes out, it's going to be 50 years that John and you, Zakir, have been playing together. And, and so that is a landmark moment. So we were not aware that we were approaching that uh, 50 years of our relationship, that this kind of time had elapsed and we hadn't even noticed that it, it had gone out, gone through in a blink of an eye. And, and, and so it was really something very special the day Shovik mentioned it to us. We, John and I just kind of looked at each other and there was this, there was a huge smile on our face and we just hugged each other and, 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 and just, just thanked our lucky stars that 50 years down the road we were still friends, we, we still loved each other, we were still making music together and the kind of love, affection and energy that was in our music 50 years ago still uh, appeared and, and manifested itself in this new uh, combination with Shankar Mahadevan, Selva Ganesh Vinayakram and Ganesh Rajkopalan. So Shakti took shape in 1973. Initially it was a two-person group. It ended up being what, four people? Uh, it was always about melding the musical sensibilities of the East and the West. How has the love of rhythm defined each and every member of your group? I don't think that diverse musical backgrounds are in any way a hindrance, especially if the people involved have uh, an open mind. A mindset is the thing. If you're open to discussion, if you're open to interaction, if you're open to ignoring any kind of invisible or, or uh, uh, you know, superficial fences and borders, then uh, a conversation can be had and, 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 and when I say conversation, I mean music because for me or, and for all of us, uh, playing music is, is talking, is having a conversation, but instead of words we use notes and rhythms. And, 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 and the con uh, it's interesting, if you were to be in a dressing room of musicians, you will see them sitting around, around a cup of tea, just kind of shooting the breeze, talking, and, you know, I just bought a new cell phone or I, you know, I saw this movie or I'm reading this book or so on, or my daughter is doing that or my son is doing that. And this conversation goes on, no attention or any focus is paid on whatever it is that we're going to be performing on the stage. But then we get on the stage, we've already gotten so intimate with each other in our conversations and, and have become aware of each other's moods at that moment that uh, the conversation just continues uh, and, and the language changes and the vocabulary changes to melody and rhythm. And, and, and so uh, uh, that's what is important. If, if you can and, uh, you know, transcend any issues uh, I mean, if you were to approach the music and say, well, I'm a tabla player, so I will play my tabla compositions, and you guys have to adjust to it, then the, the whole uh, attempt is a, a, a loss. It's a failure. But if you're open to uh, just using the instrument to be able to interact and, and support and, and do whatever is needed to make the final statement appear valid, and 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 uh, and uh, positive, then uh, music can be made. So the diversity was never an issue. Uh, what was interesting was to be able to find uh, unity in our diversity. How was your father, Ustad Allah Raha, a part of the musical journey of Shakti? 
Well, you know, John McLaughlin, who was basically the driving force in putting Shakti together, uh, was studying with Ravi Shankarji and, and, of course, my father. Because they were both together at that time, Ravi Shankar and my father were traveling and performing together as a group, as a duo. And, and John uh, was interested in learning about Indian music, so he approached them and, and he learned from them. So that, was, that energy was already injected into John's mind and heart. And, and, and at the same time, he went to Wesleyan University in Connecticut to study Veena and, and Carnatic music. So uh, all those uh, elements were already being injected into John before he came in contact with me and El Shankar, the violin player at that time, uh, the original member of Shakti, and Vikku Vinayak Ramji. So uh, when he approached us, he was already into what you may call the Indian state of mind. And the original Shakti was uh, something that was entirely possible because John, as a guitarist, was able to cross over to our way of thinking and, and play with us like as if he was an Indian musician. Uh, we were not yet ready or equipped to be able to totally uh, you know, transcend over our fences in our mind and, and be able to interact with John uh, moving into his world. That came later as we made our second and our third record. We were able to get that going. But it definitely finally uh, arrived and, and culminated in this incredible crossover of our, each of our traditions in, in, in the new record, this moment, where we were able to really uh, 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 experience each other's world uh, in an in an in-depth experience, and and uh, and so that happened. So my father and Ravi Shankar and uh, were definitely the, in some ways what you may call the seed force in being able to get Shakti going on the road. And, uh, and, and they were actually quite supportive of the band. I remember Ravi Shankarji coming to see us play in London when we performed and he sat in the front row for the whole concert and, and, and applauded and then came backstage and blessed us. And my father, when we played in Central Park in, in New York, a uh, live concert, uh, came and, and, and stood in the wing for two and a half hours as we played and, 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 you know, in the end gave me a hug and pat on the back. And, and, and the one thing, he, one thing he said was, this is good, but don't forget you're an Indian classical tabla player. And since you do speak about uh, Ustad Saab, how do you compare and contrast your style and technique with that of your father, Allah Rakha? Is there anything he could do on the tabla which you cannot? Absolutely, I still cannot. Uh, after about 60 years of attempting to do it. I think somewhere like 20 years down the road while I was playing, uh, we actually played a concert and, 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 and one of his friends and, and a fan of course came to him and said, oh, Khansab, you played beautifully and, and your son, he plays exactly like you. And, and, and my father said, oh, I hope not. I hope he doesn't play like me because uh, playing like me, that's already done. I have already done it. He's got to do something more, something different, something unique, take it a step further. And, and, and that was, a, you know, in a way, a roundabout signal to me saying, son, you know, find your vocabulary, find your way to be able to tell this story. 
the way I tell the story is already done. So uh, in, in that sense, uh, at that, that time down the road, uh, my, my what you may call failing attempt to be able to sound like him, to play like him, uh, it, it was a relief to, uh, to realize that I did not have to do that. So uh, I tried after that to be able to use all the stuff that he had taught me but to be able to utilize it and present it in the way that I see it and, 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 and speak the vocabulary in the way that I read it. And, and, and so that had, that's how it has been over the years. And then uh, all these incredible uh, influences that had come my way, listening to uh, Indonesian gamelan or a Japanese koro drum or Puerto Rican conga drummer or Afro-Cuban bata uh, drums or chain bass from Senegal and, and so on and so forth or Bodoran from Ireland or, and, and all that. And it has kind of given me an insight uh, into a rhythmic technology, uh, an organic rhythmic technology that I have been able to incorporate onto my tabla. Now you've said that you do not play at private gatherings, corporate events or weddings. Do you believe that the purity that you seek in your art can best be preserved in this way? Uh, I don't think I do this uh, mainly to, to maintain purity of the music. It is more about trying to bring an audience into the concert halls. Uh, I feel that if I'm going to do private concerts uh, and uh, weddings and stuff, uh, People who have seen me there, uh, in their mind it's like, oh, I've already seen him, so I don't have to go to a concert hall. So uh, what that does is that kind of in some ways uh, undermines what a concert promoter is trying to do, is bring the, bring the music to the concert halls for, the, for you know, a layman audience. Uh, and uh, uh, he's not able to get sponsorships and he's not able to get support because in private and uh, you know corporate events uh, when when musicians play there then the corporations don't need to sponsor a, a concert uh, in a concert hall for audiences to go and listen so that was one of the reasons and the second reason obviously is that when you're going to a wedding and and and, and music concerts are happening there the the music is a secondary element or even third element of, of, of the event of the evening. The wedding, then the bar, and, 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 the, and the buffet, or, or whatever becomes the main event, and, and the music is, is like, uh, okay, it should be, uh, you know, one of the things that people, if they want to go and hear, happens. So in that sense, the focus is not on the art, so uh, that's the, the other thing. And the third thing is when I'm playing a concert and I go on stage, I feel I'm in, I'm in, in, in a spiritual environment. I'm in a very, uh, uh, how should I say, uh, 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 clean, uh, prist, pristine environment. And I'm in the presence of, uh, say, Lord Ganesha or Goddess Saraswati, and, and all the great maestros that have gone before and blessed us with this art form, 
and and uh, Lord Shiva and whatnot. So if if that is the uh, feeling that I want to approach my music with, it is not possible to do that in a corporate event or in a wedding and stuff like that. So these collective uh, thought processes is what uh, makes me want to only play concert halls. Nothing to do with the purity of the music being in any way uh, 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 diluted. Ustad Saab, it's been wonderful speaking to you. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us and congratulations on the three Grammys. Thank you ever so much.